Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. And welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Um, we are back. At it again. And, yeah, <laughs> back at it. Um, so, has anything has anything happened this week, Taylor? Um, well, nothing this week, but... However, last week, I told you guys I was just getting ready to go see Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. And I did, in fact, go see it. Did you see it, Savannah? Yeah, I went and saw it, too. I loved it so much. I know. It was really cute. I told you it was cute. I forced Savannah to go. Yeah. Guys. (laughs) I really did. You definitely (laughs) influenced me to go. Aren't you glad you did, though? Yes, yes. Um, It hurt me. It did. I'm not, okay, not, these are not any spoilers. No, no, no. We would but, never do that. But what I'm going to say is it did center around my favorite character. Yeah, so. mine too. Oh, it hurt me so bad. It yeah. was so cute. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, go watch it. It's really good. Yeah. It's so dang cute. It also made me want to rewatch the other ones because I kind of forgot what happened oh. previously. Wow. And they were talking about things that had happened. And I was like, wait, I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> any of this. But, That's funny. You well, know. you know, it's okay. But now you can rewatch them, you know, forever and always. Yeah. If you have yeah. Disney Plus. Exactly. Not sponsored by Disney Plus, but wouldn't that be great? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, also, go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please. But other than that. I don't really have anything else to get into. Oh, I actually do have something else. Oh, what is it? I got an iPad. Oh, I forgot you got an iPad. Wait, <laughs> yeah, rate, so it, I've, rate it out of 10. Oh, definitely 10 out of 10. I have turned into an iPad An iPad person. kid? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, I'll set it up. Like, I've set it up, like, while I'm doing my makeup and stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I also kind of convinced Savannah to get an iPad. Well, I've wanted one for a while. True. Because I wanna, I wanted it for Procreate to draw mm-hmm. on it. I love Procreate. So I did, and of course you have to buy the app too. So of I had to course. buy the iPad mm-hmm. and the app. But yeah. Anyways, I did, and um, and the Apple Pencil. But anyways, <laughs> just let's just not focus on how much money I spent. Yeah, let's not let's not talk but, about the scam that Apple is. But <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um. So I I was like mainly focused on that at first like the drawing aspect and I was like did that for a little while and then I um got Stardew Valley have you ever played that game I've never played it but I always wanted to yeah I it's really cute and I um I've been a little obsessed with that recently playing Stardew Valley oh so I saw that on the switch I didn't know they had it on the iPad yeah, and it was, um, I did have to pay for it, but it was like $5, so. Worth it. Kind of cheap, yeah. Literally, I, too, am an iPad kid. I really don't leave, like, if I'm going somewhere, I mean, other than, like, around the city, but, like, if I, on a trip, I'm bringing the iPad. The yes. iPad's coming with me everywhere. And even, like, there's been times where I, like, didn't have a phone or I broke my phone. My iPad was my literal phone. Yeah. So, like, people, people saw me driving around the city Using an iPad to play music from my, oh my car. <laughs> oh my god! I love yeah, that. it was really that serious. But yeah. I wonder. Okay, I wonder if I can still do that with mine because I got like a newer one and it doesn't have the um same 
like you can definitely bluetooth it yeah okay that's true because mm-hmm. I in my car now I plug my phone in, but it definitely definitely it has Bluetooth. I mean, so I can yeah yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're <laughs> love right, that press. Well, yeah, I love that you have an iPad. I use an iPad literally every single day. I know. And okay, so the other day I was doing my makeup and I was watching that movie, um, My Cousin Vinny. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. And, and then I was like getting into a bunch of different 80s movies and I was like getting into this I don't know sometimes I'm like oh I want to be nostalgic for this era that I haven't even lived in you know (laughs) no I totally get that I think it has to do with like I watched these movies when I was younger so it's like Mm -hmm. Uh, me also saying like this iPad is bringing out the movie watcher in you Savannah like you don't watch movies who, is, who are we even talking to right now? Are you but, abducted by aliens? Okay, but the thing is, I'm only watching things that I've already seen, so. <laughs> That's not true. You went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, but not on my iPad. Wow. <laughs> you would have if you could have. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so needless to say, I am iPad kid now. <laughs> we love so. to see it. We really do. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's my only other update. Um, we that's that's a great life update. Um, you know, definitely not sponsored by Apple, but we would love to be. So, um, yeah, maybe, but maybe. Okay, so I can get into my little story here. Let's do it. Okay, so this one um is called the Italian Bride. Oh, it sounds like a movie. Yeah, she, um, yeah, I, I'm just going to get into it because I'm, I can't just explain like why it's no, called that. Definitely, yet. definitely. So, <laughs> okay. So it takes place in the Chicago, Illinois area, like right outside of Chicago, um, like in the suburbs. So Julia Bucola, she was born in 1891 in Italy. So long time ago. Um, her father died in 1913, and after this, Julia and her mother both emigrated to the United States. Nice. So, yeah. Um, they traveled to, um, the west side of Chicago, and Julia's three siblings, they were, like, already there, already had, you know, their lives sort of set up over there, but I guess, I don't know if they were, they couldn't take their father over so they were just like waiting over there for I don't know but once he passed they decided to move over and meet the rest of their family um so in June of 1920 Julia married Matthew Petta and soon after she became pregnant and on March 17th of 1921 at the age of 29, Julia Bukla Peta, um, she died in childbirth. No. Unfortunately. Yep. No. That's sad. Yeah, and what's even more sad, she gave birth to her son, but her son was stillborn. No. Mm-hmm. No, that's even worse. Yeah, they named him Filippo. I love that name. Yeah, and he was buried with her. Mm-hmm. That breaks my heart. I know. So that's sort of the backup 
um, the background story to this, um, and everything. They were, like, just a, a family new to America, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my family, um, I'm pretty sure came over around the same time. No way. To America. I mean, probably, because, like, that's, like, the era where everybody from, like, over there... Like, that's when, like, Ellis Island was open. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So That's true. I need to do an ancestry because it's just so crazy. Like, you be talking about your family. I have no idea, like, where my people are from at all. Yeah. See, like, I... It might be, for you, it might be that they... Um, it was so long ago that nobody remembers, you know? Yeah. Like, your family might have been here way longer than mine. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to find out. I think I'm going to do one of those tests because I need to know. Yeah. I'm kind of scared to do any ancestry tests. Me too, I don't want I don't want my DNA, like, in I, some... I literally think that we have this conversation just about every episode <laughs> of this podcast, but I'm horrified, but I want to know. And nobody yeah. that is living has the ability to tell me anything. See, that's that how I, I to feel, know. too. Because, like, I don't want my DNA in some sort of, like, uh, you know, database somewhere. Yeah. But at the same time, like... However... I mean, <laughs> Should I just do it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, they probably already have mine anyway. Right. Like, I don't know. Um, but I, I do know that my family came over on, like, through Ellis Island. So mm-hmm. I know, like, around the time at least, yeah. you know? That's so cool. And I'm pretty sure at least, um, I don't know, like, maybe not all of my family. Like, I think w- one of my grandparents' families were here longer but like i think um at least half of them you know that's so cool though yeah Yeah. it does um so anyways they they came over in that era um and julia she was buried in her wedding dress in a catholic cemetery and she was actually buried at Mount Carmel Cemetery in Hillside, Illinois, which, like I said, it was right outside of Chicago. And this cemetery also was um, is the final resting pa- place of Al Capone. Oh, no way. And, yeah, and other Chicago mobsters. Wow. <laughs> so that's the interesting. Mob. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's already, like, this cemetery is already, like, you know, famous or infamous, you know, whatever, for these people. But then also it has this story tied to it as well. Yeah. So. Um, so she was buried in her wedding dress. Um, and this is because in Italian tradition, dying in childbirth makes the woman a martyr. And oh. white is the martyr's color. That does so. make sense. Yeah. So, and I think that's really sweet. Like, she, she's kind of, like, honored for this. No, yeah. You know? And as she should be. Yeah, real. no, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm also just thinking about how, like, I'm glad we have medical advancements that, you know, this, I don't think this happens as much anymore. Like, for sure. Like, <laughs> so, there's like, one thing I know is if I was, I was born into the right century. Like, I know we want to be nostalgic and, like, you know, we want to go back to the 80s. No, no, no. We were born in the right time. We need the modern medicine to I live. Know. Yeah. Because, you no, know, exactly. me and you would have been up in the mountains in the psych wards for sure. <laughs> yeah, probably. 
Um, anyways, um, so right after she was buried, um, Julia's mother started having nightmares. Um, and in these nightmares, Julia was demanding that her grave be reopened. No way. Yeah. So, okay, I'm gonna stop my story right there and say, like, what would you do if that happened to you? <laughs> like, would you believe that it's actually her calling you from yeah. her grave? Or yeah. would you say, like, oh, it's my mind? No, I would believe it. I would, no, listen, I'm telling you right now, I have dreams all the time that come true. So, I would be like, yeah, I need. we need to go reopen that grave. Okay. And they probably well, I, would. Like, I don't know if anybody would believe me, but I really don't think I would care. See, I would I would maybe go 50-50, like, the first few times. I'd be like, okay, well, maybe, maybe. But, like, she kept having them, so maybe I, w- I would eventually Like, believe you wouldn't it. go on the first one? Mm-mm. I would. I would. Are you serious? Like, that takes so much to open <laughs> a grave. Like, are you serious? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, like... No, that's so weird, though. You know what I'm saying? Because also, like, I have to think about, like, I know people in my life who have passed, and that has not happened to me. Like, I have not dreamed that they came back to me, you know? Yeah. So I feel like, what are the odds that I'm going to do that, you know? Like, I feel like, I don't know. Okay. Well, well, I don't know. She, um, so the, the mother, after she was having these dreams, she said that she couldn't explain why, but she, like, just knew her daughter needed her help. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, like, fought to, um, have her, her grave exhumed, but, um, that's the right word, right? Yeah, yeah it is, it is. And she, like, they, there wasn't an, a reason, you know, so it's kind of hard to, like, convince them to let her do this. No, for know? sure, for sure. Because usually, you, because it, t- it costs a lot, too. Yeah, I was and, gonna say, like, if you have a lot of money, you could do it. Yeah, and it it takes time and money, and it's just like, yeah, you you better have a good reason for it. But she really didn't. She's like, I dreamt this thing. Yeah. But anyways, eventually, a judge passed down an order to have Julia exhumed. Well, good. So, eventually. So, she, you know, she had these dreams right after Julia was buried, right? But it took six years to get her body exhumed. What? So, six years after her burial, she was exhumed, and Julia's mother, she ended up getting the money to pay for this from her son, Henry. hmm Which, later, Henry would regret giving it to her because, and, like, most of the family didn't want to exhume Julia because mm-hmm. they were like, this is a waste of money. Like, why are we going to do this? There's no point. Yeah. So they all sort of like, this was a big like issue in their family, yeah. but he did, yeah. he, he gave her the money for it and later regretted. Um, but anyways, once they exhumed her, Julia's body was found in pristine condition. Mm, that's... Six years later. What do you mean pristine? Like not decayed? Her, no, her skin was still as soft as the day that she oh. died, they say. Oh, no, no, no. That just gave me the goosebumps all over my body. Can you imagine being there at the grave and them opening up, knowing that it was six years later and seeing that? Like, what would I, you do? I know, I know. I would pass out. Yeah. I don't know what I would do either. I would probably be glad, though, 
a little bit because I'd be like, yeah. I didn't want to see yeah. something that they could Well, that's years. very true. So, but also I'd be like, um, is, is she alive? Yeah, there's that too. It's like, is she a vampire? Like, right, right. Like, what's she doing down there? I don't know. But yeah, so I guess this, this probably all ran through people's heads. They're like, why is she like this? Why did she not? You know, why she look like this? She is not what you expect after six years in the ground, you know. Um, and for those of you, for those of you out there thinking like, oh, like maybe the embalming was just really good. Like, usually that only preserves the body for about a week. Yeah. So. I was going to say, if even that, mm-hmm. if even that, like, And yeah. so I said that she was buried with her son, right? Mm-hmm. Her son, the, um, the newborn was decomposed oh and she was not okay because i was gonna even have the argument later to be like maybe something was in the ground some kind of mineral that would like keep Mm -hmm. her fresh but nope that eliminates that one that's actually one of the theories that people have sent out there but yeah but that doesn't really make sense though because the baby Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so after this was found out um which is still, like, they they exhumed her, found this, and then this still doesn't really give a reason for, like, why they needed to <laughs> exhume her body. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's weird, but, like, she doesn't, like, does she really need you? Like, there's nothing really I mean, wrong, necessarily. No, they don't think that's weird. Because up, up until the point where they opened it, I would have been like, okay, maybe this lady is crazy. But if I opened it and saw that, I would have no further questions. I'd be like, all right, something weird is happening. I mean, true. But, like, what do you do at that point? It's like she's calling out for her mother in her dreams or whatever. And then you get there. She she gets to her daughter and then sees her like that. And then they just put her back. Like, what, like they just <laughs> what is she put supposed her back? to do? Like, I don't, I don't know. I really yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but they they did end up just you know reburying her. That's um, that's wild. I would have done some testing or something, <laughs> but I know like the times were different back then. Yeah, it was also um, what year did I say? It was like the twenties. Mm-hmm. She died in nineteen twenty one, and this was six years later. So yeah, so, so yeah, they they probably didn't have like yeah. I don't know. I no. don't know what testing stuff they had back then <laughs> definitely not what we have now yeah so so anyways um and probably it would have cost them money like they're not gonna just get this all for free yeah also they yeah. just spent all their money on doing this so. yeah exactly so um okay well we just said money and my next bullet point is about money <laughs> <laughs> she raised money <laughs> <laughs> Julie's mom raised money um, to put up a statue at her grave. Okay. So um, she she sort of just like raised money around town, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was going to put up a, a statue, a life-size statue of Julia. And um, so this statue is still there at the cemetery. It has two photos of Julia on it. So it's like the full statue of her. Oh, it's um, a statue of her? Of Julia. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And it has some photos on it as well. Mm. So like on the bottom, there's like a part that has like engraving in photos. Yeah. So 
the photos, um, it, one of them is on her, on her wedding day. And it's kind of eerie because she was, you know, in her dress. Yeah. She was, yeah, buried in her dress. And the second photo is one that was taken when she was exhumed. Um, why would they do that? Because she looked... I know she looked thing, good, yeah. but why would they do that? <laughs> they they put it on there and they put an inscription on there that says, um, like, that this photo was taken six years after her death. And it's written in Italian. Wow, that is so eerie. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like mm, I just want to know what made them think that they should do that. I I don't know. So you don't like that? I mean, I don't hate it. I just think it's a little weird. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't know if Julia like would weird. like that, you know. Yeah. Maybe. But I, I guess mean, this is, like, her mom's way of, like, fulfilling her wishes almost. I mean, Like, okay, yeah. well, you wanted me to bring you back up, and I took a picture of you <laughs> yeah, and put, she's, put it on she's your She's like, grave. literally, Julia, what else do you want me to do? That's like, what I'm... I've see, that's everything. what I was kind of saying. Like, <laughs> what else do you want me to do here? Yeah. <laughs> good point so so yeah that that is on the statue and because of this she has been nicknamed the italian bride Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because like the the statue and everything is her on her wedding day as well yeah so makes sense it's like a big statue of an italian bride so Mm -hmm. she is the italian bride um and now we get into some of the theories why was she so well preserved you know after all that time. Mm-hmm. So devout Catholics in the neighborhood, they say that Julia must be a saint. Oh, okay. I guess it's, you know, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like, you know, saints are so holy that they're not going to decompose is what they, they figure. Mm-hmm. Can saints... I don't know if I'm just saying this in the wrong way, but I thought they could only be men. Am I wrong? No. Okay, I just didn't know. No, um, saints, um, they just have to perform a miracle. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, MBD. I'm pretty know. sure that's the qualification. It's Got like it. some sort of like miracle. And that's like defined a certain way that like, I don't remember... Yeah. Now I feel like I need to look it up. But, um, yeah, I think that's how you become a saint. Mm-hmm. But um, I know that uh, it's not just men because for your confirmation, you pick a name, right? Mm-hmm. And it has to be the name of a saint. So. Oh, yeah. Also, never mind. That was so stupid because I know I've seen St. Mary's. Yes. Yes. Like, yes churches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, did you know that, though? For your confirmation, it has to be the name of a saint? I think maybe you told me once, but I think I had just forgot. Yeah. Most people just pick their name based on, like, what they like. Um, They're like, oh, like, this is a cool name. I'm just going to do that. But um, you're supposed to go off of, like, what the saint has done and stuff. And I actually had to write an essay online mm-hmm. before i did my confirmation oh so mine's catherine saint catherine, saint catherine. but i i really picked the name 
after my grandmother, so not after <laughs> St. Catherine, but... <laughs> okay, now that is funny. Um, yeah. Okay, also, I did, in fact, look up how to become a saint, just, you know, so we can know. And it says, like, in the Roman Catholic Church, um, first of all, this status is only granted after death, so she's got that going for her. And to achieve this, like, status, apparently, you have to lead um, a very virtuous life um, with, like, very strict accord, like, with the church. So Okay. Okay. That's what well, Google says, anyway. There we go. I don't know if this was the case with her or not. Yeah, me neither. And we never will. I mean. Or maybe we will. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I don't know if that means, like, she had to have been a nun, you know? Yeah, that's what I was wondering, too. Like, maybe the fact that she was married and had a kid, they're like, no, that's not good enough. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Anyways, let's get back to the story. So, they, they thought, like, they're like, okay, she's definitely a saint. Like, that's why she's so well-preserved. That was the religious reasoning for it. Um, and then some skeptics say that the photo must have been taken before her burial because they're like, how does she look so well-preserved, you know? That is a great point. Um, but in the photo, the casket does look kind of worn out. Mm-hmm. So there's that factor, mm-hmm. I guess. And it, behind the casket, it looks like there's like a pile of dirt. Okay. But I guess that could have that been either have day. Been, yeah, that would have been there still. Were there, like, records of this? Like, I'm sure there has to be out there, you know? Like, I don't think you can just dig up a grave. Even back then. Yeah. Hmm. Um, there, well, well, what I will say is that there is no record of, like, the plot changing, but there's not... Yeah. I don't I don't know if there's any record of it. Um you know. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Of, of the the exclamation. Yeah. Maybe I mean there there has to be, right? Yeah, there definitely has to be. Like she was probably I feel like their theory on this one, the the people who are skeptical are probably thinking like she was definitely exhumed, like we're not gonna deny that. But they took this picture beforehand and were yeah. just, like, trying to cover it up. Yeah, that makes sense. But also, that theory kind of doesn't make sense because why would the family put that on there? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like nobody in their right mind would put a picture and, like, put that on there. Like, that this was taken six years after she died. Yeah. Like, that's not a funny joke. That's not a prank. You know what I'm saying? True. Um, there is... I mean, there's kind of a theory. I mean, not... I'll just, I'll just get more into it. But I do want to send you this picture. Let me look real quick. True. Um, let's see. I wish I, I didn't save it on my phone. I'm like searching it again. <laughs> <laughs> this struggle. Okay, we're sending it. Wait, what is it I a picture of? I'm reaction. Oh, the of picture. the actual picture? Oh, yeah, Lord. the picture. Yeah. Because um, it's on, it's on her grave, so it's Yeah, no, you're available. right. I... Yeah, I was thinking about Googling it when you were telling me, but I was a little... Okay, I texted you. Okay, wow. It's really small. Oh, wow. Um, It's really small, and the quality is, like, you know, 1920s, so... I mean, honestly, I was expecting the quality to be a lot worse. 
I no, also, no, no, no. There's no way that people are saying that this is the day that she died. That casket is really beat up. Yeah, see, see. And um, if you look closely, she's not necessarily, like, perfect. Um, perfectly no, preserved. Not. Like, no, if you see not. her arm, her hand. Her hand is severely, like, bloated. Yes. Swollen. So that's how I know, like, this was taken afterwards. But it's still weird, you know? But it also does look like she's just laying there. Like, that is so creepy, Savannah. I cannot even take that. That is so creepy. Yeah. That is so crazy that's on that statue. You know, I think now now that I'm, like, thinking about it again, her mom probably put that on there because it made her look like a saint, you know? Yeah. You're so right about that. Yeah. So... There is some more um, realistic, you know, scientific theories here that I can go into. (laughs) Yeah. So, people believe that, and I kind of believe this, that it is corpse wax that has made her so well-preserved. Interesting. So, this is getting into, like, the science side of things of, mm-hmm. of death <laughs> so oh yes you know that is in fact what i studied in college yes so do you know what corpse wax is yeah i think i do but i'll let you explain it since you got it and also there's a word for it but i don't really know how to pronounce it i know it. how to say it is it adipus here yes okay yeah that. then yes i do know what it is yes <laughs> okay <laughs> see this is your topic i should have let you cover it but <laughs> no you got um, it you're doing good so corpse wax is a waxy substance consisting of mostly fatty acids and calcium soaps and it's formed during composition of a dead body Mm -hmm. (laughs) um in um and mostly in decomposition of like the fat the body fat in moist or wet anaerobic conditions Mm -hmm. so moist or wet conditions with like no air yeah basically it was preserved by a natural process. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I mean, I really do believe that. Yeah. To be true. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, and back, but back then, like, if you didn't have the internet to look up this, you would, you would think it's weird. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> makes for sense. sure. For sure. And like, when you did start telling the story and once I saw the picture, I did actually, in fact, know that it was the adipus here. Yeah. Or that's at least my assumption of what it is. Yeah. Just knowing that, but. I don't even know if they knew what that was back then. Oh, really? I, yeah. Like, genuinely, forensic science is, like, a newer science, like, closer to the 2000s era. So, they genuinely might not have had any idea what that was. So, do you know how common this is? Because I don't really. See, it's kind of weird to me. Because the only thing I was confused about is I learned that it was pretty much always, like, in water. And this mm. is not, she was buried in a coffin. So, like, yeah. maybe, like, does it rain a lot there? I don't know. Maybe. What What if it rained on her, um, on the day of her funeral? Maybe. But, I mean, I guess that's a good point. Because also, we're not exhuming bodies like that. So, like, we don't really look at them, you know, true. once we bury them. Mm-hmm. So, I guess it's also true that we just maybe just don't know what they look like after a certain t- amount of time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know. That's something to ponder about. Hmm. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, hmm. 
Okay, well, um, inside a casket is, like, the perfect condition because of the absence of air. So, like, maybe that definitely. Oh, for sure. Like, for sure that part. It. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There just had to be some water trapped in there somehow, some way. Yeah. But it is so you, still like, weird to me that the baby was, well, but also he was way smaller. Yeah, see, it it depends on the amount of body fat mm-hmm. and the temperature. Yep. yep. Which the temperature would have been the same for the baby, but not yeah, not his the amount body of fat. body fat because he's just he was just he, born. He's just a so. baby. So yeah, that is what I believe happened to Julia. Um, you know, which is still like so freaky. Like I don't under I don't no, really I understand how that happens. I'm so sorry. But... Like, and you know, it's a natural process. Whatever that was, it's the most disgusting thing I've ever had to come across. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's absolutely <laughs> sick. It's sick to yeah. learn about sick. Sorry I had to bring it up. No, you're good. (laughs) All good. But it's absolutely disgusting and feral. So. Yeah. It's crazy Um, that that can happen. But yeah. Yeah. So another theory that you already mentioned, um, but I'll bring up again, is people thought, like, what if it was the chemical composition of the graveyard soil? Mm -hmm. But, you know, that wouldn't explain why her son wasn't, um, or, yeah, why her son was decomposed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, um, that's probably not it. Um, and there's another theory that maybe Julia's mother made the whole thing up. Mm, there is also that. Or because she just, like, thought, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but people say this because she did not like her daughter's husband. Oh. And okay. people say, like, maybe she made up her dreams like, said that she was having these dreams um, because uh, she wanted to move her, like, Julia's grave um, onto a different plot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said before, there's no record of the plot changing. It's always, it's been the same one this whole time. So yeah. Kind so, of out. Yeah, that's kind of out. But also, like, what do you mean? Just because she hate, like, is he supposed to be buried next to her, or is he buried next to her? Like her husband? Uh, no. So <laughs> because, then, what kind of sense does that even make? Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know, but there is kind of a little bit of proof that like she didn't like him because um, Julia's married name is not on the tomb, not on her like headstone at all. Um, oh. Because like her married name is Peta mm-hmm. and on the uh you know statue and everything it just says Bukula yeah wow and well that's definitely yeah. evidence that she so definitely that. did not like him uh-huh and he actually remarried a few years after her death mm. which is like I mean they were like young so I get it but still I mean like a few years but like I don't know and you also your wife and your child at the same time bro. I know and you know it's weird but apparently was not uncommon um he named his son that he had with his new wife the same name that's so weird i know that wasn't Um, uncommon back then but that is so weird yeah apparently it was it used to be looked at as like charming or something like it was Hmm. like oh you're honoring them well i guess but yeah I guess I kind of get it, but it's it's weird. Yeah, I would personally never do it, but... Yeah, so... 
so anyways i don't know yeah like her husband her mom didn't didn't like him but also she didn't like any of her children's spouses so. oh okay so this so is that was the thing too an ongoing theme yeah it was just a thing so so yeah, I don't know. Um, and I think, I don't know if like she, maybe she like blamed him for it too. Or I don't know. It's just like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. People just thought that like maybe that caused this to happen, but I don't. I, I so. just had like a really gross thought. Um, oh what? I'm just gonna say trigger warning because it's not trigger warning, but it, this is just gonna be a gross a gross theory of mine. It's just gross. So we know she died during childbirth correct yes okay so if you don't know this when a woman has you know gives birth person gives birth um there's a lot of fluid that comes out of the body like after and like during yeah so like what if all the fluid didn't go out of her body and like that's the water fluid that her body (gasps) was in to cause that like and trapped in the air because you know like i don't know how quickly they buried her after but like possibly hmm. maybe I don't know. weird Taylor theory she was retaining water because she was pregnant yeah maybe or like had just like a lot of extra water mm-hmm. slash other fluids like in her body i don't know yeah weird i know i know you're just like scratching your head trying to figure out how this happened <laughs> yeah i really am <laughs> okay so besides all of this you know that's weird enough on its own but People have seen Julia in the cemetery. Julia. The Girl. she is she is the cemetery's woman in white. Can she please just tell us? Julia, please. Honestly true. Um, so you can see Julia standing if you stand near her grave at night. Um actually in daytime and at night, just oh. like by her grave. You could probably see her. Oh. She um this could be like just her restless spirit nobody i don't think it's like definitely confirmed that it's julia but you know people just assume since she hangs out by there she's wearing white yeah you know Mm -hmm. one story claims that a young boy was accidentally left at the cemetery and a family came back to get him and he was holding the hand of a dark-haired young woman in a white dress oh and he ran to his parents, and the woman in white disappeared. Da da da! Creepy. Yeah. If I saw that, I would be so scared. I know. But I mean, happy that my son was okay. But yeah, yeah. Honestly, leaving accidentally, accidentally leaving your son at your child <laughs> at a cemetery—that's your own fault. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that would happen nowadays. But I feel like people—I don't know—maybe that's more of a common theme maybe in the past i guess that's so such a random place how how do you not see them you know right like oh we're all getting in the car to leave and just forget <laughs> jimmy behind <laughs> yeah jimmy you're staying there with grandma <laughs> yeah um anyways so if you go to this cemetery julia is in the northeast corner of the cemetery she is um uh you know, like a giant statue, so you'll definitely see it. Um, they say online, like, you should enter the gate off of Harrison Street. 
Mm -hmm. and go in and turn immediately left and you'll see her on the right on the edge of the road so that's your directions on how to find her well good because i needed them because i want to go see julia i know this is one that i would definitely go see yeah i want to have a seance and see if she'll talk to me true (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe she'll show up without us even having to do anything yeah maybe she'll maybe i'll get lost and then she'll hold my hand and take me back to you yeah see there we go and uh, that's really scary julia please don't do that if you're listening oh i was gonna say we had it all planned out well okay no, just switch it. actually not. you can you get lost savannah and then she'll okay. bring me back to you yes yeah yeah there we i'll go. do it <laughs> okay well yeah that is the story of the italian bride i love and that story I, yeah i mean i don't love that for julia you know her death but i, mean, I well yeah that part but her being so well preserved i wonder how long like how long does that last corpse wax um i think as long as your body is in the condition like conditions that causes it it lasts so however long like i think bodies have been found in water for like way longer than six years that look like that okay so once they exhumed her do you think now she's gonna decompose normally yeah i bet yeah because it was like open to the air so yeah. let's let's re-exhume her. <laughs> She's gonna be gone. <laughs> yeah, but then that would prove it. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, what true. if we opened it and she was still perfectly preserved? <gasps> that because be then good. what? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. Anybody in Julia's family? Family, you know, contact us. I'm so down to do this. Um. I know they're probably not. That's probably seeming disrespectful, but like, that's just crazy. Like, I, I'm just so confused. Like, her family, like, the mom, like, other than her mom, like, they all kind of didn't even care is what it's, like, giving. They, like, they weren't interested to see. Well, they just didn't want, they were like, why do you need to exhume her? There's no reason. But, I mean, like, after. They weren't like, oh, well, that's strange. I guess they were, <laughs> they were probably like that, but they were still like, there, there was really no reason for you to do all this. I mean, yeah, there really, I guess there really was no reason still. Yeah, not really. Like the only reason I guess is that she put a picture on, <laughs> on the <laughs> oh, no. statue. But. That is so bad. Well, that's crazy. That was a really crazy story. I loved it. She was like, let's just exhume you for one last picture. For Come one on. last picture. We gotta pic. put this one. on Insta. Yeah. <laughs> the, for the Insta. Do it for the gram. Gotta. That's so crazy. Wow. Um, well, I guess moving along to my story, Savannah, I need you to know that I know we say it all the time that our stories be connected, but this week it's going to take the cake for stories <laughs> Is <it really? laughs> that are almost very similar oh my god so much so i was like wait hold on what's the name of the person i'm covering because hold up oh my gosh is this like the same thing happened it's no not the exact same thing but very similar so okay i'm ready let's get into it so today this story is you know a little bit of a true crime but very much so mixed with paranormal so get a little two for one special um i have for you the legend of teresita bossa Oh, okay. Um, So, just going to start off overall trigger warning. This, I'm going to go into a little bit of some gruesome details of, like, what happened to her. I think it's important to the story. So, just, you know, want to let you know, maybe skip a little bit. Mm 
at the beginning here if you don't want to hear that but um yeah so this true this story is like so wild so let's just jump right on into it there was a woman named Teresita Bassa I love her name Teresita like that's just a beautiful name yeah it's pretty um she was born in the Philippines in 1929 and you know she just like lived her life out there in the Philippines until the early 1960s when Teresita was in her 30s um she decided to move to the United States (laughs) oh so the same thing that's what I'm saying (laughs) I know what I'm saying. So she wanted to move to the U.S. to study music. So I love that for her. Um, you know, we love we love a good mm-hmm. music. But um, she actually, like, when she got here, she did study music for a while. But um, I don't know really what changed her mind. But she decided she wanted to change her path and become a respiratory therapist. Oh, Isn't that cool? okay. And... So what's even crazier than that is that Teresita became a respiratory therapist at Edgewater Hospital in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Taylor, these are really connecting. What I, year did you say this was? Um, so um, this, so what, when the year it went down is 1977. Oh, okay. So a little bit after. But. A little bit after, but very similar situations going on. Um, so, yeah, it was the night of February 21st, 1977. At 10 p.m., the fire department was called to um, Teresita's apartment to put out a fire. So, a little backstory about, you know, what was happening before the fire. According to Teresita's, like, best friend, her name was Ruth, she said that Teresita went to work as usual and finished up around 5.30 that day. And then after work, she, you know, went home and she actually called Ruth, and they talked on the phone for, like, 30 minutes. You know, typical girly after-work phone sesh. And, mm-hmm. um, Us. literally. And then, eventually, she had to hang up because Teresita was like, I have to go, um, you know, get my house ready for this male guest. And oh. Ruth was like, girly pop, tell me about it. Like, who is coming over to your house? And she was like, it's a secret. It's a boo-boo. It's a little secret. And so... Ruth couldn't really get much out of her, but she knew some boy was coming over and she was like cleaning. So she was like, something serious is about to go down. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Ruth never, it was never mentioned like who it was or like anything really about him. Um, So later, the the neighbors, Teresita's neighbors actually smelled smoke and they called the fire department. They didn't know where it was coming from, but um, they soon discovered it was a fire in Teresita's apartment and, you know, they start pouring the water in, trying to stop the fire. And as soon as they put out the fire, what they discover is absolutely horrifying. Okay, this is where the big trigger warning, so just, you know, skip skip a couple minutes. Um, in the blaze, they found her body, and it was fully naked under a burning mattress with a butcher knife in her chest. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. So... Obviously, the police were called immediately once the firefighters found that because this fire was obviously not an accident. It was made to cover up this horrendous murder. Um, So, you know, they're examining the scene or whatever. And obviously, they determined the fire had been purposefully set to cover it up. So, but they could not seem to find, like, a motive for, like, why she might have been killed, who was out to get her. Like, everybody was like, no, we love Teresita. She's the best. 
she's a hard worker. She's a respiratory therapist. Like she works at a hospital. Like she's amazing. And, um, what it was even worse was that because like that police had no motives, no suspects or anything like that. Um, the fire also burned up all of the evidence that they would have found. Like there was nothing found Mm -hmm, pretty mm -hmm. much. Um, but one, there was one singular piece of evidence that they were able to find from her apartment. Okay. And I don't know how it didn't burn, but it was, um, a little memo note, like a little sticky note pretty much. And it said, get theater tickets for a S and that's all it said. Oh my gosh. And that was it. Um, so this was literally the one and only thing that the police had to go off of, which clearly not a lot, but they were like, okay, we need to figure out who AS is. Duh. See, this is why we should never, you should never keep these men you're seeing as a secret. PSA. Absolutely not. Always send at least two or three people who you are going to see, hang out with, be with, not even men, women mm-hmm. to everybody. Cause you don't know who you're meeting, especially if they're from the internet. Right. Right. Scary. And and we don't even know if this man is the man. Like, that man could have came and went and somebody else could have came in. I guess so. I but don't know. I'm already not. thinking that, I'm already thinking yeah. it was the guy she was yeah, with. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And clearly me too. That, like, and she, the fact that she just wrote out AS, like, she should have wrote it out. It's just. But did <laughs> she even me. write that? We don't know. Oh, we don't know so it wasn't that. determined it was her handwriting? No, not 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 at this point in the story yet, no. Um, okay. Hmm. But, so, in the meantime, police were trying to do, like, you know, handwriting analysis and all this stuff and trying to figure out who A.S. could possibly be. And, um, but in the meantime of while they're doing that, Teresita's body was shipped to the Philippines because that's where she wanted, and her family wanted her to be buried. Um and her friends and family, you know, they were just waiting and praying for answers as to, like, who did this and why. Because she was literally just in the United States living her best life as far as her family knew, you know, and her friends. So, like, this was super weird. So, it was not long at all, really, before um, the lead detective, um, his name was Joseph um, Statula. He received a call that was, quote-unquote, bone-chilling, and it still remains a mystery to this day. Okay. Oh, wow. So according, My bones are already chilled I know. before you even said it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, according to the call, um, there's this man by the name of Dr. Jose Chuar Jr., and um, this Dr. Jose, he was a co-worker of Teresita. He worked at the hospital with her, and he told the detective... That his wife, um, and her name was um, Remibius, um, that she was having crazy dreams and visions about Teresita's murder. <gasps> Wait, um, okay, that's crazy. And also <laughs> the fact that it also connects to my story. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. But can you imagine? Because this one, like, this is where, like, it t- kind of differentiates from your story. Like, that was her mom. But this yeah. is... A co-worker's spouse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, imagine if Garrett comes to you and he's like, Savannah, I had a dream that your co-worker, like, I had, I figured out, like, how she was murdered. Like, that would be so wild. Has this person met Teresita? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But, like, they weren't super close friends, but, like, they had definitely met at, like, Christmas parties and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. 
Like oh she, had, they had worked there for at the hospital for a while. Yeah. So yeah. So um, let's get into. Okay. Well, actually, before that, before that. So you know, she's saying I'm having these visions, but as if the visions and the dreams were not crazy enough. Um, he also told the investigator that she would also go into this trance-like state where Teresita would be speaking through her. Like what? that it was his wife talking, but she was like, no, this is Teresita. I'm talking through your wife. Like your coworker, Teresita, like this is me. What? Oh my God. I know. Um, so then, <laughs> just stick with me here, okay? The ghost of Teresita is on, like, speaking to this doctor, she said, through his wife. This is his wife, okay? Just try to picture this. Um, quote, unquote. Doctor, I would like to ask you for your help. The man who murdered me is still at large. I am Teresita Bassa. Oh, I... gosh. I would be so afraid. I would be like, I'm sorry. I know you're my coworker, but girl, you're scaring me. See, like, the rational part of me doesn't want to believe it and wants to be like, oh, she's just having, like you know, some sort of something's ha- like some sort of yeah. um, multiple personality. Or, yeah. I don't know. Something's yeah. happening to my wife. Not that she's being possessed. Well, but like, but, but like, like, maybe I would believe it. I don't know. That's just crazy I know. to experience. I know. I can't, I cannot even imagine. Um, so let's see here. Okay. So um, she did end up talking like Teresita quote unquote allegedly ended up talking through his wife multiple times and each time she told him to not be afraid and that she only needed his help she was like please don't be afraid like I know this is crazy please I'm like please I need your help so obviously the investigator wants to talk to the wife because duh (laughs) like is she okay you know whatever but (laughs) however okay the investigator's like, let's bring Remy Bias in. You know, we got to have a have a little chat with her to see if Teresita really is talking to her. But early one morning, about one week prior to this phone call, when Remibius and Dr. Jose woke up, they saw Teresita standing at the edge of their bed when they both knew good and well that she was dead at this point. So how was she standing there? You know, <laughs> so the couple will just immediately wake up. They see her standing there. They run because... Yeah, I would be running too if I saw some. If I saw my dead coworker standing at the foot of my bed when I woke up one morning, yeah, I'd be running too. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, they run, and so when they're when he told this to police, you know, they're like, okay, so you waited a whole week to come tell us that you know your wife's been saying she's Teresita Bossa, and then you both see her at the foot of your bed, like. Why? Okay, but, like, they sound crazy for saying that, so... Well, well, yeah, that's exactly the response. They were like, well, (laughs) we didn't think that you would believe us, but, you know, um, you know, we just didn't think you'd believe us, which is completely valid, but they were like, after, like, they were like, this isn't stopping. They were like, it's happened every day. Like, it's not getting worse, like, she's not doing anything, but, like, it won't, it won't stop. So we have no choice but to come (laughs) and tell you this, basically. Um, so, you know, she kept coming back every day, showing up and every day she would be talking to them, telling them what happened to her when she was killed. Um, so now I'm about to tell you the story of what Teresita Boss's ghost allegedly quote unquote said. Okay. This man named Alan Showery, 
who um, was also a respiratory therapist and they had previously worked together. Um, Alan had come to help like fix her TV that was broken in her house one night just because they were friends from work or whatever. And things apparently took an ugly turn once he arrived because he got jealous of like seeing her like apartment, I guess, because she had all this like really expensive jewelry sitting around. And she was like, oh, well, like, I'm not that rich. My dad bought that for me, like, when I was young, like, when he took this trip to France. Like, I'm not <laughs> rich, you know, whatever. Um, but Alan got really, really, really jealous because she was, he was like, I don't believe you. And you're rich. And I'm not. And, like, you know, I don't know. Rude. Okay. But, like, what kind of person acts like that? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I'm going to come to your house and just be mad that you're rich. Right. Right. When, like... like is she even right and no. she's literally not like y'all work at the same place you're co-workers like you know, right. you know she's not yeah rich. see there's that too <laughs> um and she said that because he was so mad and full of like jealousy that he wanted her jewelry so that he could make money that so he killed her stole the jewelry and set the house on fire um so to like cover his tracks thinking that he was never going to get caught and so they're sitting there like okay man I just simply don't know if you if this is if this is what really happened. But then she ends her story by giving them the names and phone numbers of four people who could identify her jewelry and help solve the case. Okay, what the hell? Like this is just getting <laughs> insane. Oh my god. Insane. I, I don't even know what I believe anymore. This is going to change like my whole outlook on everything. That's what I'm saying. And so that's when this couple, Dr. Jose and his wife, decided to go to the police. When they had the names and the phone numbers of these people, they were like, I mean, I know the story is crazy, but it can't hurt to look into them, you know? And that's what they told the police. So these police officers were like, I mean, as literally insane and crazy as this sounds, we don't really have that much else to do. Like, we might as well look up these phone numbers and people and see Okay, who and they are. also I'm glad that the police officers actually looked into it because you know some like some people would hear that and just put it aside and not look into it at all exactly i know i was so proud of them i was like wow doing your job as you should because like it's not going to take that long to look them up it's only four people yeah you know and like they just need to see like did they even have any connection whatsoever to teresita like they have no idea so yeah they did so you know that's amazing and to their surprise, when they looked up the four people and Alan, because can't forget, obviously, they had to look up Alan, too. Alan actually lived very close to Teresita. And they actually ended up being like, they don't even know if she knew that he lived that close to her. So that's creepy. And they found out that he did agree to fix her TV that night. And they found that out because they actually spoke to um, Alan's girlfriend, who was named um, Yanka. And they found out that Alan actually didn't have any experience with any type of electrical stuff or technology whatsoever. And oh, Yanka even God. told them she literally knew 100% that he couldn't fix a TV. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which was, in case you forgot, so, the whole reason he went over there. So allegedly. do we think that, like, he's the person that she was talking about, even though, like, he was just coming to fix a TV? Maybe she was just, like, being playful and like oh a man's coming over here but it's like not really that's why she didn't say anything like yeah 
Like, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because that's funny. Like, oh, I have a man coming. Like, exactly. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to tell you who, but it's like nothing actually happened because exactly. he was She's supposed like, to just, just come and repair something my TV. for me. Exactly. And also, in case you didn't realize, Alan Showery is A.S. Yes. Too, so. Yeah. Um, and like, okay, was that supposed to be his payment, his payment for fixing it? Yes, I think so. Tickets? That's <gasps> what I believe. So. Yeah. But I'm assuming he's like, that's not enough. You know, once he saw the riches and stuff. Because she's so rich, apparently. Um, yeah. So, the icing on the cake, guys. The What seals the deal for this case is that um, Yanka, Alan's girlfriend, when, once the police had told her the story, after they got all of the information out of her, they told her what they knew. And this was like, this is why we brought you in. And she was like, oh... My God, guys, I have the jewelry that you're talking about. Um, Alan claimed that he spent all of his money on it for me as like a anniversary present or whatever. Um, So she brings in the jewelry and obviously Alan had no way out of that one. And he caved in and admitted to the murder of Teresita Bossa. Oh, my gosh. That see, like the fact that this was just. I know. This crime was solved from mm-hmm. her being possessed. Yep. Supposedly. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I well, and her like ghost fully, in. like fully her ghost, like without her ghost, like there, I mean, there, nobody would have ever known. See this, this might just make me believe in that. Yeah, <laughs> like I know. I know. Like this one's hard. This one's hard because they didn't have no evidence and they didn't even have, they didn't, they couldn't even find who AS was without, without right. her right. eventually coming through and saying It's like that. the only way that this could have been like faked that it actually wasn't, um, you know, her ghost. Yeah. Is that the people the who people. were possessed, um, you know, that, that lady was lying. But yeah. why would she, why would she go through all that? Like, right. just to say, um, or just to make it look like she, ha- like, didn't know anything, and it was just her ghost saying it all. But it's just like, why would you fake that? Right. Unless, now, I do have a personal theory. You know, we can go ahead and get into it. We might as well. Okay. My own, not a personal theory, but just of a reason why, if that was the case, if it really was not Teresita's ghost that solved this crime, yeah. if it... Like, what if, because Dr. Jose, I'm sure, also worked with Alan, because if Alan and Teresita worked together, and Teresita and Dr. Jose worked together, I'm sure Dr. Jose and Alan worked together, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, unless they were in cahoots with each other. But, like... But then, at the same time, for what? And She's then, not rich. And then he, like, was already... They were already getting away with it. Exactly. Exactly. They were going to get away with it. So it doesn't make sense. So mm-hmm. kind of ghost is like the only option here, really and truly. Yeah, like I don't see crazy. a reason. I don't see another reason. Like no other. I mean, I guess sense. there is there is a slight possibility that like he could have known about it and like told his wife. But I don't I don't know. Exactly. I don't think so. Exactly. Because like why? Because then it goes back to why would she fake being possessed and like having a ghost in her house? Exactly. I don't get it. it so yeah, make sense. I but there's no, more. I believe it. Actually, oh, there's more. Okay. Oh, there's more. 
not too much more, but there is more. Um, and it, it's, it's, you know, it's not going to make you happy. So um, once they arrest Alan, he told the police that he originally went over to Teresita's house only to rob her. Okay. Because apparently he needed money for rent. And um, so he went over there to rob her. And then I guess once he saw all the stuff, he was like, okay, I need to kill her and take everything, which I'm like, you still didn't make that much money. Also, you're lying because you gave that jewelry to your girlfriend. Right. A straight up lie. He didn't sell it. He didn't sell it. Exactly. So you're lying. Um, Okay. So another little trigger warning. We're going to get back to what he did to her. Um, He... So if, if what he's saying is true, right, he's saying like, oh, I just went to rob her. He stabbed her in the chest, stripped her naked, and then set the house on fire to hide the evidence. And then as soon, because he literally for some reason thought he was so rich, she was so rich, that once he did all that, he was running around collecting all the things that he could. And then he realized once he had already done all of the things I just said, that she only had $30 in the house. That's all she had. $30 in the jewelry. So he ended up taking the jewelry as backup um, for $30. And like a bracelet is what he killed her for. See, that's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, horrible. Just, oh, horrible, yeah. Horrible, horrible, horrible. So Alan was charged with murder. And at first, he pled not guilty. Um, but after four weeks behind bars, he changed his plea to guilty so that he would eventually be able to get less time because he was like, prison is horrible. So <laughs> I'll say I'm, I did it just so I can get less time, which, you know, seems very backwards, but okay. Um, so <laughs> this is where the legend really, 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 really kicks in because legend has it. Some believe that Teresita's ghost actually haunted him behind bars and forced him to take responsibility and that she was the one that convinced him to change his plea to guilty. Okay, that better be true because um, good. I think so like, too. It better. Because girl, if you can do all of that, you can go make his life miserable too. Yeah, exactly. And then hopefully nobody ever sees her ghost again because she is, you know, passed on. Passed on and peaceful. And I don't think anybody ever did see her ghost again. Um so but tragically okay very tragically um alan was only sentenced to 14 years after his plea was changed and even worse than that he only had to serve five years um when he was released on good behavior on and parole in 1983 where he moved to new york city to start a new life which makes me very, very angry that he was able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, moving on from that horrible, horrible man. Um, I do love the girl boss vibes of Teresita Bassa because, you know. Oh, definitely. What a girl boss you have to be to come back from the dead and solve your own crime because nobody else can do it. That's right. Amazing. And. You know, I feel like ghost testimonies is just such a crazy concept because it makes it so hard to like, because even though like dreams and stuff are so hard to believe, like it happens like your story that you just told or the story I just told or even the Greenbrier ghost that I talked about in episode 13, 
she was also murdered by her husband and then came back in a dream and they were able to solve her crime that way yes see that's why i thought it sounded familiar Mm -hmm. yeah it's like that one yeah the green bar so that's in episode 13 if you want to listen to that one um and so Teresita Bassa also had her own episode of Unsolved Mysteries um and it was season two episode 25 if you want to watch it and that actually came out in 1990 so it's a pretty old one so that's cool but um yeah um hold on I'm trying to so what do you think about it yeah what 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 do you think about this Savannah I this ghost see, like, testimony. I, I mean I kind of said a little bit already like I think this is like changing my outlook a little bit I'm like I, I believe that th- that really happened like, I don't know I can't see any other way around it like I really did so much like I couldn't find really any plausible theories against it and that's very very rare normally I'm finding way more theories of why it couldn't be true than why it could be true <laughs> like doing research for this podcast but this one has me stumped and i have to i literally have to believe that teresi devasa literally came back and solved her own crime mm-hmm. yeah no i, I definitely is. do too love that for her i mean i hate that it had to happen to her but i mean i'm glad she was at least you know able to get justice for herself period but yeah that's the legend of teresi devasa wow amazing crazy <sighs> okay well. Crazy. well go check out our instagram to see pictures from this week they are very interesting that's for sure and um go rate and review us on apple Podcasts and spotify please but other than that i don't really have anything else for you guys this week what about you savannah nope i'm gonna go play stardew valley on my ipad mm, nice 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 <laughs> i'm gonna go um make some food <laughs> mm-hmm Okay, well, I guess we will see you guys next week. Okay, cue the music.